Hey everyone, this is Jenny. Welcome back to another edition of the Garden Tarts. This is Hillary. Hope uh-huh. you guys have had a good week. I think so we've, far. Yeah, we've had an okay week. How about yourself? Yeah, my week's been okay. Good. I hope I actually just today it's Sunday, July twelfth, and just this afternoon I posted on Twitter asking how people are doing and people seem to be doing okay. Good. Got some replies. We got some people that are very hot. It's very, very, very hot, hot today. Which is why but, I'm not drinking right now because also I've been drinking for several hours outside and it's 90 <laughs> oh degrees. Gosh. So I'm like, I need to rehydrate during our podcast. That's so. a good call. I'm finally drinking because one of my kids is having a sleepover in the backyard with a friend. They're sleeping in tents. It's like camping, the ultimate social distancing <laughs> sleepover. And little sisters being a little bit of a pain. And my husband had to go help his dad with something. So I'm kind of flying solo. So hopefully this goes okay. But luckily I have my screwball. Good for you. I like can this- see my bottle, but I just, I can't. I need hydration. It is so hot. Like, it's so miserably hot here. And the humidity, and it's just disgusting. Do you have the heat that we just had last week? I don't know, but it's like 90 degrees outside. Is it hotter than usual? Yeah. Because we were, like, our feels-like index, whatever, was 100-something for two or three days in a row. And then we had air quality problems, like warnings and stuff. I was supposed to host, like, a exercise thing at six o'clock one night and it was 90 degrees so we yeah. had to cancel it yeah and all week we're gonna have it looks like it's gonna be almost in the 90s all week Ugh. well it's actually beautiful outside right now but for some reason it's really stuffy and gross in the house so i turned the air conditioning on but i will probably sleep with the windows open and fans on tonight because it is gorgeous outside so hopefully that's coming to you yeah that would be really i don't it's not we have a week of 90 degree weather. Did you get hit by this tropical storm Fay at all? No. No. We've we got had a lot some, of rain. We've had some like really quick crazy thunderstorms where it's yeah. like flash flooding and stuff, but it it hasn't rained for more than like I don't know, an hour at a time. Oh wow. And it's like we once like- a day. We didn't have it at all today though. We didn't have any rain for quite some time, and then it stormed and stormed. Like, I put the dog out in the morning to go to the bathroom, and he just stood by the back door like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) And he normally likes the rain, but I think it was coming down, like, at a weird angle. And someone told me once that dogs don't like the rain because the sound of it, it bothers their hearing, which makes sense. And I bet this was, like, it wasn't pretty. Well, I used to say that with my cat. I just would say a blanket disclosure. She's afraid of weather. (laughs) That's fair. If it was wind, if it was (laughs) lightning, rain, you know, any any, uh, weather that made noise, I would just have to say, I'm sorry, but my cat's afraid of weather. (laughs) That's fair. I know last time we chatted... We talked about some new countries and a new state that we have as listeners, but I didn't do a very good job auditing our stats, and we have a whole bunch of new folks that I think we should say hi to. 
Oh, I can't wait. This is all new news to me. I haven't heard any of this. I know. I told her. I was like, I've got new people. And she was, I didn't want to tell. Well, first of all, we have another new state, which is New Hampshire. Oh, which- oh, I have a friend that's been in New Hampshire for a week. Yeah. Do you think they're listening there? I don't know, but I will ask her I have tomorrow. to look. I did not look and see what city it is. But we're missing all that Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, like that little strip up there. We're only missing like eight states. So y'all get on it. We're missing, it's more than eight, ten. How are we missing ten states? I don't know. There's got to be ten of you. So if you are from Idaho, Wyoming, Utah, Mississippi, Vermont, Rhode Island, Maine, Oklahoma, New Mexico, or South Dakota. Reach out to us so we can check you off our list. I've been really- to Oklahoma. You have been to Oklahoma. So have the U2s. Yeah. We- so there's what a be- coincidence, there's- right? <laughs> what you just happened to be there the same weekend? Uh, <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? I don't know. Oklahoma. I think we know someone that lives in Idaho, though. We have a friend that I believe lives in Idaho. Yeah, she does. <gasps> Get her on that shit. She is busted. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay, now we have some new countries that I'm super excited about. We now have listeners in Morocco, Finland, which takes care of that whole northern territory, South Korea, Lebanon, and Slovakia. Wow. Can you let us know if you're any of those listeners and how you heard about us and why why you're listening? Yeah, and like, I mean, were you referred to by one of your international YouTube fan friends? Or did you stumble upon us in the iTunes store? Did you think that it was about our our podcast was about lawn care or something? (laughs) Growing flowers and wartime spy planes? That could be. Yeah. Or baking. Baking, yes. Mm-hmm. Lawn care, baking, or spy planes. Yeah, if you don't know us that well, it's not about any of those things. No. Have we ever even discussed any of those things? No. We talk about eating baked goods. Yeah. But never actually making them ourselves. No. No. Definitely never talked about lawn care. What? What? I can't imagine a scenario where we talked about a spy plane. No. Ever. There's also some sort of mechanical piece of a tool or a cog or something like that that is also called U2. You said a cog. Cog. It's, it's some know. integral. I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I have a vague idea of what a cog is, but it just... It's, We've never talked to anything like mechanical. Well, I say that I say it on, to my mom all the time because <laughs> that's what our settings on our phone is. That's a cog. Really? Yeah. Oh, it is the picture. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like, "It's a cog. I know what I know what it is. That's what I call it." But there is some sort of piece of important equipment for manufacturing, building soldering something like that it's called that a garden chart called the part <laughs> is named a u2 a u2 yeah that's like a the U2. part reference number yeah but it's it's more specific than that i just don't know what it is 
I've only recently found that out. I googled something and it came up. Did well, you maybe mean? Care enough? I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll forget care. in like thirty. I seconds. could totally also have maybe typed something wrong and that came up, but I'm pretty sure that it was a tool or something, a manufacturing yeah. unit. And if I'm wrong, it's still an interesting story. So I have some big news. I have a new baby niece this week. You do. Everyone knows your brother Jeremy. And his wife had a baby on Monday. And uh, she's beautiful. Her name is Vivian. And they're calling her Vivi. I love it. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Thank you. I'm a really good tante. I bet you are. Good. Everybody's doing good. Last night, Jeremy did our weekly final auction on Facebook. And he was, I didn't think he would do it because, you know, he's got a brand new baby. Yeah. And his wife had a C-section. It's just kind of been a really difficult time on all of them. And, uh, yeah, he took a picture. He had, his wife was sleeping on one side of the couch. He had a baby here and a cat here. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, like he had his, he had his shit going on. I just re- I'm just really anxious to meet her one of these days. Mm. And I decided today that I think I'm gonna take like a sweatshirt of mine and like wear it for a couple days and sleep in it and then mail it to them. And so that when I finally do get to meet her, she loves me more Heck than yeah. anyone else. And she'll know your smell. Um, I just want to make a little bit of a disclaimer that despite the fact that the children are being quiet, the pets are not. So I'm going to do my best, all you friends, fans, and listeners, to cut out all this ridiculous stuff. But if you hear funny things, right now the kitten is chewing on my computer cord. That's a good one. Just ignore it. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can barely see her. She's so dark. So jet black, isn't she? It's also she dark doesn't. Right here. It, I can't see a face. So, oh, look up! Oh, she's got that. She's got a white collar. Like Doobie had that. The white. It's like a V-neck. I think it's her Ruth Bader Ginsburg collar. Okay, well let's say Doobie had that too. I used to say it always looked like Doobie was wearing like a V-neck cardigan, and then she had a T-shirt underneath it. Oh, I think it looks like a poofy, like like a judge frill kind of, th- I don't know, like an old school. Right. Stop chewing on my head earbuds, baby. <laughs> my life is so hard and challenging right now. <laughs> God, she's like This is a little kitten, you guys. Like, little kitten. She's like 11 weeks. She might be three pounds. Uh-huh. Okay, so before we get to any bit of YouTube news we might have, should we take a call from a listener yes okay so this is our fan and friend from the uk sid sadowski just finished listening to your july where have we been podcast takes me back to twickenham the home of rugby in london in 2017 and the joshua tree 30 tour Simply the best two hours of live music ever, or truly amazing, as you like in the States often say. With that in mind, I'll raise a stereotypically British cup of tea in my under a blood red sky mug to you, garden tarts, and your lockdown entertainment. Or I did wonder does Tory Amos get royalties for tinkling the ivories for your background music? And when are you going to get you two in the studio to provide the backdrop musical accompaniment?
It's Sid over in the UK. Keep up the good work and cheers all the best. Oh, Sid, thanks as always for calling in. Thanks, Sid. And this is crazy, but I also have an Under a Blood Red Sky mug. I need one of those apparently now. I found it. left out. I found it in a paraphernalia store that was going out of business. <laughs> what kind I, of paraphernalia store? Yeah, it was a paraphernalia store. And I actually went in looking for vinyl. And I got various other things as well. But my sister-in-law, who just had the baby on Monday, yeah. she like came running up to me and was like, <laughs> you want this? And I'm like, oh, it's 75 cents. Okay. Yes, I do. And also, so I t- so wish that was Tori Amos who provided us with our lovely background music. Right. It was not. If she would like to submit something, we would certainly put it up for review. Totally, Tori. And we have a request in with the U2s for some music that I'm sure they are thinking very seriously about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you are a U2 listening, <laughs> a- we, need some, we need some help up in here. <laughs> Do you know what the name of our background music is? What is it? Dance of Felt. Of- <laughs> felt like a fabric. <laughs> Isn't that stupid? Felt. That's really I stupid. I didn't know if felt dances. I don't think that's what I would think it sounded like. <laughs> I didn't name it. I didn't name it. But it works. It sounds really good. I like it. I quite a lot. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the U2s and doing things, if y'all haven't reached out to SiriusXM or U2X Radio and told them how much you want to hear the Garden Tarts as programming on there, we would love it if you did. Or if you already did, you could do it again. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to do it again. And also, we ain't too proud to beg. Mm-mm. That's all we have to say about that. We ain't too so proud to beg. Please just do it. You can't get anywhere if you don't ask. You gotta, it, seriously, we would appreciate that. I actually had a, my neighbor had a little cookout thing tonight, a social distancing cookout, and she told someone, a stranger to me, about our podcast. <laughs> and they were like, why do you think people listen? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a really good I mean, question. I think that some of you guys are YouTube fans, and I think that some of you laugh at us. I really don't have a clear (laughs) answer to that. Like, I I don't, why are we interesting? I don't know, but I'm glad we are. I know, right? She she really said that, like, just, you know, why do you think people listen to the podcast? I'm like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Well, we're glad y'all are here. And I have a story about this too. I have to just tell this story really quickly. I want to hear it. It's so not YouTube related, but it it made me laugh. So this lady who was at the pool party, she said her and her husband and their daughter drove up to Pennsylvania last weekend to see her in-laws. And they got there and they'd been there for a couple hours or something. And all of a sudden there was this like flash across the room and their cat went running after the flash. And the lady I was talking to, she was like, oh my God, oh my God, what is that? And they're like, okay, so we have a problem with chipmunks. We don't know how they got in the house, but there are chipmunks in the house and we can't get them out. I think this is hysterical. And they're like 20 year old cat would like corner it, but then give up on it. But anyway, yeah. And so they said, um, 
that they had this lady's mother-in-law was really kind of basically ashamed to have a rodent in her house and so they had family more cousins or something come in to visit while they were in town and they're sitting you know having like a little dinner party or something and the lady that i just met said she saw the chipmunk run across the room and she's like (gasps) and the mother-in-law is just like oh my god like (laughs) why why and so she had to tell her cousins okay we have a problem with chipmunks getting oh my gosh and they put like peanuts out just to be sure that they were still there because they don't know how they got in the house. Oh my gosh. And every night the peanuts would get eaten. Well, so, they're not going to leave now if they're getting dinner every night. Right? <laughs> so I think that they thought one of them got back out, but then there was still another one. And they somehow like closed all the doors off to this area. So the only way that if the chipmunk got in there, the only way it could get out of this area was through the door. Gotcha. And so they saw it run outside. Oh my God. And they put peanuts again out that night and they were still there in the morning. But I died. She's telling this story. She told it way better than I did. <laughs> but she's just like, her mother-in-law was about to kill her. Like, oh you don't talk God. about rodents in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's the proverbial elephant in the room. Right. Right. <laughs> you don't talk about that. Yeah, but anyway, I'm seeing this as like, you know, the chipmunks. These cute little, you know, I'm like, why would anyone get upset about a chipmunk? Yeah, we right. don't have chipmunks here, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, we have squirrels. I've never in my life seen a chipmunk. Yeah, yeah we have squirrels, but we don't have chipmunks. Oh, funny. Or maybe... I don't know what the difference is, and I just think they're all squirrels. That could also be a, a, a... No, they're different. Chipmunks are little and brown with little black stripes. We don't have them. Some people call them ground squirrels. Yeah, we don't have I don't know them. why. Well, I have one tiny piece of U2 news. Okay. I don't even know that it's interesting, but it's worth mentioning. And that is, it is reported that Mr. Larry Mullen Jr., has been invited to join the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, otherwise known as the Oscars. He's had some uh, quality film work in his life. So I've heard. I'm I'm laughing because I love Larry. Let's just leave it at that. I've never seen any of his work, but I'm glad that he is able to pursue other passions. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I'm proud of him. Um, People seem to enjoy it. Fans that have seen it, so... Good for him and good for them. Yeah. I, I saw don't... one movie. Yeah. Man on the Train or something. Man on mm-hmm. the Train, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be able to separate him from the drummer. See, I had a hard time with that, too. And I think that's why I didn't enjoy the movie. Because I'm right. like, that's not Larry. Like, I know Larry. That's not Larry. <laughs> he doesn't really even look like that all the time. Right. Like, that's not... That is definitely not the guy I... have encountered in my life right well but i mean i guess that means that he's doing something right because it is awkward to separate him from you two absolutely and good for larry yeah i feel like there was something else but i didn't write it down so obviously it didn't happen i had a big thing to talk about and i cannot remember it and i've tried and tried can we talk about how there was something in the news yesterday or today about Bono's wife, Allie, but they referred to her as Mrs. Bono. Not cool. That's just such clickbait bullshit. Not cool. It's so stupid. You could say Allie 
or even just say Bono's wife. Right. I mean, if you want, if that's the lead, if that's what you need to get people to click on it. But her name is not Mrs. Bono. No, it's definitely not. And the truth is, it's also not Anne Guest. (laughs) (laughs) So there was some magazine article years ago somewhere, and it had a picture of Bono and Allie, and it said Bono and Guest. And I I think it was a bunch of, like, Getty images from, like, uh like a Grammy or something. I feel like I was looking at them at work. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. It, this has gone back a really long time. Like but it was just like decades. And I'm like, you know, she is a strong, independent woman in her own right. And not Anne Guest. And it's not like she's new. No, she's not new. <laughs> like it would be pr- a pretty quick Google search to figure out. Right. Like that right. was really lazy captioning. Right. So anyway, I thought that we, we, we've always laughed about so that. So if we ever say like and guest, that's actually a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. For the most part. I had a friend that used to go with me to a lot of weddings. Piece of crap. Yeah. But anyway, he called himself and guest. <laughs> everywhere he went, he was my and guest. He was, so Hillary plus, he was the plus one. Plus one, yeah. <laughs> but then also, same, same guy, he was in a band and... We had gotten into an argument one night and we went later that night. I went with my brother to the bar where they were playing. And I'm like, yeah, I think my name's on the list. It better freaking be on the list. And they're right. like, what's your name? And I said, Hillary Frank. And uh, they're like, no, we don't have your name on the list. And they're like, we have Will Frank plus one. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> he, he knew. He, he knew that yeah, it, it would get a, you in, but it was a fight over Pearl Jam. That's that. That's <laughs> all I remember, and that was twenty years, easily twenty years ago. Oh my gosh! But like, I mean, what a way to like twist the knife in your back, you right? know? I mean, because it was always my name and then plus one, right. and that was always my brother. And right. that particular and night, of, it. yeah. <laughs> Do we want to talk just a hot second about a new campaign we have coming up? We should do that. Yeah. We have been telling y'all that you need to vote. And then if you need help getting registered or voting early or anything like this, that we can help you. Even if, if you have to go to the polls and you don't know where to vote, we can tell you that we can give you whatever information. If you are in the U.S., whatever you need to yeah. know, wherever you are, we gotcha. So we're going to be putting together some information and really trying to help spread the word no matter what state you're in on when like deadlines are and if you can early vote, if you can vote by mail. We're trying to find out everything we can. So you can vote, baby. Vote, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. That's going to be coming up. I can say that I've honestly started, speaking of babies, my Octum baby research. I mean, just just a little bit. I've looked at the workbook. (laughs) I've listened to the album. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I planned on planning on working on it. Yes. What do they call that? What do the crime junkies call that pre... Like, there's being prepared to be in a dangerous situation, but then there's pre-prepared. Pre-prepared. Pre-prepared? They call it something funny. It's like yeah. you're, but um, it's like you're ready before you're ready. 
Yeah. I'm excited. I've read just enough to be like, I'm amped up now. It's going to be good. I, um, it's just a lot of work. It's going to, I don't think it has to actually be a lot of work, but it's going to turn into a lot of work because we like the content so much. Yeah. So it's going to be like 269 episodes long. Yeah. Which is okay. It'll be what it'll be. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it will be really good and we'll do some teasers and stuff along the way once we actually yeah, get on it. So, um, if you guys have something you'd like to say about Oxygen Baby, like specifically your favorite song and why, you can leave us a little voicemail message as short as you possibly can make it because we don't have a whole lot of airtime. What do we call that? We call that a not a sound bite, but a sound nosh. Oh, like a little snack. It's it's a little sound snack. I like that. I yeah. like a little sound snack. Yeah. <laughs> so. We, as always, I'll put this link in our show notes, and you can find our show notes really easily on our website at thegardentarts.com. Just go to the episode page, and you'll see everything. But if you just go to thegardentarts.com and go to our contact page, there is a link on there. It's a really nice graphic. You can't miss it. It's got our pretty faces on it. (laughs) (laughs) And click on that, and you can leave a message for sure. You can also, if that's a problem, reach out. We've got other things. You can email us something. You could send us a voice thing on Twitter. Like, I don't care. But it would be nice right. to hear from y'all. Or not, yeah. I'm not quite sure what we're going to do with those. But maybe that's a special little listener episode. Yeah. We'll make good from, use of it. Yeah. yeah. We've also been talking about a lot of new content on the horizon. Yes. So I think things are, after we're done with Octung Baby, I think things are really going to get yeah. off the hook. Exciting. Yeah. I mean, eventually we'll hit pop, but we got time. Yeah, we got time. We've got a Zoo TV app, like, ready for you. Oh, so we're just really excited about what's coming up for the future. We've been thinking a lot about the future of this podcast. And, you know, it's like kind of go big or go home. I feel like we have this great momentum to just keep moving forward. We do. And now we have a lot of work to do. (laughs) It's a little overwhelming. A lot of work to do. Yeah. But I think it's all going to be worth it and pay off in the end. Everything's worth a try. So we're excited. But as always, we are so glad y'all are here and listening and checking in and staying safe. Don't forget to go to our website. Check out what's going on there at thegardentarts.com. Sign up for our e-newsletter. I'm sure we'll have one coming out. We'll put one out before the Octon Baby episode. Give you a heads up on that and anything else going. Be sure to wear your mask. Please. And uh, don't drink and drive. And wear your seatbelts. Don't do drugs. And get registered to vote. Double check. Make sure you're registered to vote. Yeah. Do all those weird things. stuff. Like in Ohio, it's really easy to get pulled from the voter rolls. It happened to me in Virginia. Yeah. It's really like, you don't know, like if you skip one presidential election, you're gone. If you've yeah. moved, you're gone. If you changed your name, you're gone. And you may think you re-registered, but you need to double check. Yeah, it so, happened to me. I got unregistered because I moved to North Carolina. I never changed my residency, so I just voted absentee. Yeah. For every election for like three years. 
and they didn't rem I still was registered but when I went to my polling place I wasn't registered there so oh, like I had no oh. choice they took me off the actual voting list at my precinct where every registered voter in that but that was also partly my fault because like what I do now is I mean I know damn well I'm registered to vote but I still always check I check every time yeah every sometimes multiple times yeah yeah I check because I well because that happened that I got unregistered and that would be a really bad situation for me right. for anybody but I mean that's the other thing I know where to find resources I know how to fix that problem right. and I feel like a lot of people don't and that's why you know it's overwhelming hindering voting is just the worst thing and unfortunately a lot of our states work really hard at that they work very hard to keep voting at a minimum. Who knows what it's going to be happening in November. Right. I'm scared to death. The COVID stuff. Yeah. So if you're not from the U.S., you might not know, but there's always been a history of certain states trying to block different individuals from voting. And it generally is, it's African-Americans and it's... Yeah. They do that a lot. I know that in my city, there was one place where they handed out like fake ballots. I mean, it wasn't, that's not oh. where you vote, but it was like the sample ballot. Yeah. And they handed out the fake ballots. So if you went in there not knowing, you would think if you're voting for a Democrat, this, pe this paper right. would have the information on it and it was Republicans. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of scheming that goes around the U.S. with trying to stop voters because the voters are trying to stop are generally the people that vote Democrat. Right. And especially in southern states, my state's not, my state's very blue these days, but it still happens. Yeah. They create voter ID laws and they take polling places off bus lines and close multiple voting places to make them hard to get to and then convenient i mean the list just goes on and on they're not even sly about it no <laughs> no no it's not they're not like that at all it's just blatant it's blatant racism yeah we do not want you to vote and it that's you know obviously a big part of what's wrong with our country is yeah i mean i, mean, I just feel like you know, if you let everyone vote, it's still going to come out generally the best person wins. Right. Generally. Generally. Right. But the past election, presidential <laughs> election, was definitely impeded by yep. schemery and... To the faults, to the detriment of the world. Yeah. This wasn't just get through four years. This is like life and death. Right. It is life and death, and we'll be digging ourselves out of this for the 50 years. Yeah. And if I could say that this November voting is life or death, it, you could be risking your life to go to the polls. So yeah. if your state allows you to vote by mail, do it. Or if you can vote early and try and go to a time the polls aren't busy, like, do it. Because, I don't know, I love going on election day. Oh, I get yeah. all jazzed up. Yeah. Like, morning of election day, like, I don't mind. There's not generally a line, but I don't mind. But I love that Tuesday. Right. Not the last midterm and not this one. I'm not going anywhere. No. No. In Virginia, we don't have mail-in. I mentioned this in a past episode. We don't have mail-in voting. So in Virginia, the website 
literally gives you directions on how to trick the, the right boxes. <laughs> yeah. So that you, for COVID, so it's like generally you, you know, I think the option is invalid that you can't leave the house or something like that. And it gives you, and it says check option B or whatever, if you're concerned about voting during COVID. Anyway, I did it. My parents I guess did it was it. easier to tell it. you how to fudge the system than the to change. actually just change it. <laughs> right, right. But I also think this went down pretty quickly. Like, I don't think that... You know, I mean, because we don't have mail-in voting here, I think that they had to come up with some option oh, pretty well, that quickly. that worked then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I voted absentee before, but I've never been able to mail in a vote so, if I was going to be here. So in Ohio, our vote by mail is an absentee ballot. We are considered that's, absentees, yeah. Right, yeah. That's just how I they, think that's they just allow you on. to vote absentee in the state. Right. There were a lot of really crazy restrictions on, like, you can almost not vote absentee. Like, wow. I mean, you had to be leaving leaving town or you had to be, like, the only caregiver to someone dependent on you or something like that. Gotcha. The only um, employee in a, under a certain number of people in an office or something like that. But... Anyway, my parents have done it for a few years. I think they just say that they're old or something. Or right. I don't know. Maybe they have to take care of my grandmother. I don't know what they say. They, in the second... Actually, no. I think in both of... For the Obama elections, I think they voted absentee for both of those. And right. I couldn't do it. I'm just like, oh, hell no. I got to wait. <laughs> go in there and vote myself and be part of this experience. Right. And for Hillary as well. I needed that experience. And, oh, yeah. and the first election for Obama was one of the most amazing days of my entire life. So amazing. I mean, like, I got up at, like, five in the morning to be outside at six in the morning in the rain. And there was a line wrapped around the building, down the block. Oh, my gosh. And I've never been in there where there have been more than, like, three people ahead of me. Wow. Yeah, and then when they we got in, it's like in a gym, they had to line people up by letters. And so, oh, God, it was amazing. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. Ran when, my high school history teacher. When we went to vote for Hillary four years ago, my husband and I, we went, we did like an early voting, went like a week early down to the Board of Elections. We took the kids and we said, you know, we're going to go voting. And we got there and of course we took we took a kid with us. So like we right. kinda had and we like looked at the ballot and so they would have been six and eight at the time about that. And when we left the building, my six year old then said, So now are we gonna go boating? <laughs> oh she thought we were going on a boat. That's so sweet. She was so, very disappointed. I remember a I remember an interview years ago with I don't know if it was Hillary or Bill Clinton, but when Chelsea was in like kindergarten or something, they asked her what her father does and she said he makes peaches. Aww. He makes peaches. And they're like, okay, you got a weird kid, you know, he's, she says, and they're like, no, it's speeches. <laughs> but she was telling everybody that he made peaches. I love that. Isn't that the sweetest thing? The sweetest thing. Oh, yeah. it's a great song. We'll talk about that one day. 
So should we say goodnight? We should say goodnight. Thanks y'all for being here again. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Until then, may your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to leave the laughter in there. Yeah. (laughs) Hey there, friends, fans, and listeners. Jenny here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a pretty big U2 fan. And if you're a pretty big U2 fan, you probably know about Bono's work in Africa through the organizations Red and One. Now, more than ever, it is imperative we give them our support as they are not only fighting the AIDS pandemic, but also the COVID-19 pandemic. And you can help. Go to red.org and one.org to find out how you can be involved.